This promises to be a sweaty, highly questionable for all of us. August is brutal in South Florida. We don't have air conditioning. There's moisture on the floor. Look at that. There are puddles on the table. That is, <laughs> I mean, yeah, this is not the height of professionalism. What do you like on the show today, I mean? Let me tell you, if you've got a foot fetish, this is the show for you today. Okay, the sweaty, humid foot fetish show. Dale, papi. How should the Raiders feel about Antonio Brown frostbitten feet? Okay, the thing that you did not expect this morning with your football coverage was frostbite. The Raiders opened the football season visually on hard knocks last night, and Antonio Brown and this collection of misfits have gotten together, and this is what I'm here to tell you. I do not know about John Gruden's old-fashioned ways working in the NFL, but I will tell you this. There is no old-fashioned precedent for the guy who arrives at camp in a hot air balloon after sabotaging his way out of the last place all of a sudden going to France, not wearing shoes in cryotherapy and ending up with frostbitten feet when you need to keep your feet about as healthy as you keep your hands. If you want to laugh at this team, if you want to laugh at the idea that the old-timey swaggering bad boy Raiders are back, but they're back with this kind of clown show, this is exactly the worst kind of start because I have no idea whether frostbite means he'll be back in a week because he's tough and a football player or whether they're going to have to amputate a nub, which is what I usually think of when I think about frostbite it's funny dan if you had to put a bet down saying what team would have the first player to suffer from frostbite i think i'd go green bay packers or chicago bears buffalo somewhere out in the elements not necessarily napa valley where the raiders are holding training camp but here's the funny thing dan the other day you showed that picture on the radio show and you said oh athlete feats are usually they usually look ugly hey these guys go through all types of cutting and stuff and i looked at that picture and i said Guys, that doesn't look like regular cutting. That doesn't look like from the regular wear and tear of a football player. But the reality is this, Dan. Cryotherapy is some weird futuristic treatment from 2035 from, from the movie Demolition Man. And we just act like it's normal. And so I could see why he would just walk in and say, what? What's the big deal? Can you imagine how this goes over in a locker room where they're going to be paying John Gruden $10 million year until the year 2035 when they invent this futuristic thing that people are going to use with shoes and correctly? I would like our faces to get right now a little bit of frostbite because it is boiling up here. Smell my pits. Oh, my God. There yeah, we go. There yes, we go. Uh, you didn't really need to ask. I already can. <laughs> we already did. Already did. What was your biggest takeaway from Hard Knocks? I mean, do you have another one? Uh, we've got very sophisticated air conditioning here in Miami, August. Nothing is worse than this kind of smell and humidity. Hard Knocks opens last night, and what you see more than anything is John Gruden is a crazy person, man, and he wants to do this from an old-fashioned time where he's like blocking sleds. You know how we're going to in the modern NFL catch up to everybody? We're going to be tougher because we're going to be better than your team at ripping out your heart. And I think he means it literally. I think they don't care about the penalties. That team is always terrible with penalties. So I think that what he's saying to you is Basically, my ego, my way, my way from the past is the way this team is going to win, and you're seeing that play out. And I do wonder, with all of this money in this league, where you've got an Antonio Brown in your locker room, whether these guys are going to get tired of this very fast. Because when you're 4-12, all this rah-rah doesn't work. Dan, here's the problem. Every year, a team gets spotlighted on Hard Knocks, and I fall in love with it. No matter how many jokes you want to make about John Gruden, about how old-fashioned he is, about how out of touch he is, I would be with you the whole way. And then I'd watch Hard Knocks and I'd say, hmm, not quite. I did not expect that 
feeling that hit me so quickly. The opening scene then, holy hell, did you hear that speech? And you tell me you're not buying it? He says, I'm not into dreams anymore. I'm into effing nightmares. How do you not get up and want to see this team win a Super Bowl right away? <laughs> because right away. it's Vontez Perfect and Richie Incognito. It is, in terms of nightmares, every coach's nightmare. It's going to end some dreams, baby. Is the NCAA scared of Rich Paul? Uh, this is an interesting story here because all of a sudden they've changed the rules. Now that LeBron James and his shadow agency have some power, they're trying to prevent future Rich Paul. The NCAA is saying basically, hey, you can't have at the exploitation. Only we can have at the exploitation. They're trying to change the rules by saying you have to have a bachelor's degree. When you have these two cartels working in cahoots, the NBA with its minor league system to change the rules, when you've got people like Phil Jackson saying out loud, hey, I'm not comfortable with the LeBron James posse. And when you see these kind of rule changes out of nowhere, how else can you believe anything other than the idea of they don't want these young people having the power? They prefer to clean up the sport at the lowest levels by taking away the power of LeBron James. It's a plague throughout basketball when you look at those owners in the NBA and they're seeing how Anthony Davis can wreck a franchise, how Kawhi Leonard can just leave a franchise in tatters. They don't like the players having this kind of power and they don't like this guy who they don't view as a real agent just because he's LeBron's friend from an airport having the kind of power that he had. Dan, the funny thing about this rule is I don't know how much it actually impacts Rich Paul. This is a guy who represents players who are usually near the higher end of the draft conversation. So these are guys that are probably not trying to test the waters. They're coming out. They know they're coming out. Really, this rule, I feel like, attacks players. The young players, these students who don't know whether they should stay or they should go. And rather than having a system that allows them to get real information about their, their likelihood of being successful in the draft process, the NCAA is trying to scare them and bully them away from that option by making these ridiculous rules that are so arbitrary. What kind of, who's taking an exam, by the way? And I'm not just talking about Rich Paul. I'm talking about Bill Duffy. I'm talking about Mark Bartlestein. I'm talking about any big agent you can name. No one's going to go to Indianapolis to take an exam. That's why we graduated college a long time ago, because we don't want to take any more exams. And so the thing here is, I think this is more about controlling the players. But having said that, there is no one who should feel more offended than Rich Paul, because as I said, these limitations, these restrictions are so arbitrary. What does a bachelor's degree have to do with whether you're quote-unquote getting good advice or not? Awful people come in every profession, every shape, form, and qualification. It is not limited to those who do not have a four-year bachelor's degree. This is the big story it is because LeBron James has pointed out that it was targeting Rich Paul. But even if Amin is right that this isn't something that impacts Paul that much because he's a high-end clientele, it does prohibit future Rich Pauls. It yeah. does prohibit a guy like Rich Paul having this kind of power so they can eradicate him on the front end so there aren't more of him later that can upset the fact that the NCAA is the one that's only allowed to exploit the players. Nobody else. To be clear, just because it's not impacting Rich Paul doesn't mean it wasn't made to target Rich Paul and people like him. Do you have a degree? I do have a degree. You do? Yes. Do you have a degree? I got two. You got two? Yeah. You see? Doesn't mean Okay, there it is. Uh, he's not wrong. You can't even get air conditioning with three degrees up here. Awful people come in every variety. 
Doesn't matter if Team USA wins the FIBA Gold Cup. Okay, we are going after the world, people, with Mason Plumley right now. We want to get a gold medal with a bunch of guys who are not in any way stars. The only stars that you're going to care about here are the ones on the flag. And I do believe that they can lower expectations here because... This is not any kind of world-beating team. This is a bunch of assembled parts of names you kind of know that Steve Kerr and Greg Popovich are going to try and piece together in the name of team basketball. But there are other countries that have better players than we do, and that's not the norm. Dan, the funny thing is, since the inception of the Dream Team in 1992, this is probably the second least heralded group of professionals that's going to go out and try to win either a gold medal in the World Cup or the Olympics. The least heralded came in 1998, where there's an NBA lockout, so they basically couldn't use any NBA players. Bunch of no-name guys and some kids from college. Brad Miller was one of them. They placed third. This team has NBA players, but reminds me more of that 2002 World Championship team that placed sixth. That had Paul Pierce and Michael Finley and a bunch of other guys. All of this to say this, Dan. I don't think this would be the case if we were going into the Olympic Games with this roster. There is a big chasm in the United States between the World Cup and the Olympics. Where we, apart from every other nation in the world, look at the World Cup as a secondary type event. And the Olympics as the one with a lot of allure. Whereas every other country has a flip-flop. The Olympics are cool, but the World Cup is the one that you want to win. All that is to say, we're really screwed, I think, if Kemba Walker pulls out. He's, to me, the Mendoza line. If Kemba Walker's not there, then we're in serious trouble. Kemba's the best we got. But we know who is available. Who's that? He got a couple of gold medals. His name is Medal. That's right. Our timing was slightly off. I couldn't hold my breath. He just kept going. <laughs> You don't want to hear this, but this is probably good for you. Okay, excellent. Yes, I know. Yes, I get getting, be thinner for the wedding. Just let's keep doing this for the next three months. See if I can get down to a buck fifty. Coming up next on my son's TV show. DJ Stewart, did he make the right decision to dive? Oh, oh, and I did not have the concussion being caused by the ball there. Do you question if this is the most impressive box jump record you have seen in the last week? Do these windows open? They don't open. We didn't think of that. Open. No, I'm sorry. Time to play the game that knows more about basketball than I mean. Do you question? You give us topics and events and we question. What was that about? Do you question if DJ Stewart made the right decision to dive? Okay, we've got a concussion situation, so the answer's no. That's a bit of foreshadowing here. Orioles baseball, this has been terrible for a decade. Let's go out to the outfield here. DJ Stewart, did he make the right decision to dive? Oh, and I did not have the concussion being caused by the ball there. I was thinking, he's so far from a wall, how could he get a concussion? And then, yeah. Yes. Do you know how hard that is to do? Honest to God, he should be allowed. He should get, like, extra outs for that. If you can dive and hit the ball with your head and you look like Action Bronson, I'm here for it. Can we run that back again? I don't even know if he made a decision to dive. It looks like he tripped and fell. Let's see it again. Uh, I, I mean, don't know. That's not, I, that doesn't look like a dive. That looks like somebody. It wasn't a dive. It was sort of a launching point with my right knee situation. Nobody does that. See right there. He can't what? get off the ground. <laughs> hey, DJ, 
Don't worry, it could have been worse. How could it have been worse? Oh, yeah. Oh, Here our favorite play ever. Yeah, it could have been a homer. Uh, yeah, That's right. Jose Canseco. Uh, guys, uh, forgive me. I know we've seen this a million times, but I've just noticed something I hadn't noticed before. I want to throw it to the video again, and I want you to notice, before I throw it to that video, the reaction of this pitcher, because he knows as soon as that ball's off the bat, oh, my God, there's going to be a home run off of Jose Canseco's head here. Look, watch his body. Oh, no. Oh, no. He just crushed. I knew it. Jose's in right field. It's going to bounce off his head. 25 years later, they're still going to be playing it. Do you question if these kids should be impressed with the Steph Curry? Another Steph Curry question. A second Steph Curry question. What do we have here? It's August. <laughs> Can he dunk? Oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's has he cool. dunked in like one NBA game in his career? I mean, he dunked. Yeah, he dunks, but he also missed the dunk at a camp a few weeks ago. So I like how they're taking precautions now. They're not going to allow him to embarrass himself anymore. He's going to have helpers to boost him up like a child. Well, usually it's Kevin Durant the one that carries him. Wow. Oh, wow. 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 Oh, he's wowing his own. Wow. Do you question if this is the most impressive box jump record you have seen in the last week? These windows open? They don't open. We didn't think of that. Open. No, I'm sorry. Uh, last week we checked in with old 64 and a half inches over here. This Whoa. is the world record, we are told, for box jumping. And you can see all the delighted, glory-filled uh, uh, fans in attendance there. Uh, let's see what else we have here. Oh, this is a single leg one. Are you crazy? On is he going to get up there or is he going to fail? Is this oh! That is good work. Yes, look at that. Kudos for doing it in an actual training facility as opposed to one of the conference rooms in the Chuck E. Cheese where they hold the birthday parties. But I can't lie, I was waiting for a massive fail there. I was too. It's kind of disappointing when we have successes around here. Is this not highly questionable? What, did we change? I know I've been gone a while. Do you want to see a jump fail? Oh, no. Oh, oh yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah, right. There we go. There we go. Go for the rope. Go for the rope. Man. Oh, if he had just been able to do one of those one-legged piston squats there. But nope. Right. At the end, you see the, the leg go strength the gives out on him right about there. He put the brakes at the wrong time. The platform moved. Uh, you know what? If Mr. One Hop, whatever his name is, wants to jump on a moving platform, be my guest. How is it possible that I'm wetter than Amin is in that video? Nice car. Not so nice scratch. Wouldn't it be nice if removing ugly scratches from your car was this easy? Now with New Finish Scratch Doctor, removing surface scratches is easy. In fact, independent laboratory tests have proven Scratch Doctor to be the best scratch remover available. Scratch Doctor with advanced micro technology also removes paint scrapes, scuffs, haze, and swirl marks. So get Scratch Doctor. Number one rated Scratch Doctor. Available at Advance Auto, Walgreens, Ace, Target, AutoZone, Walmart, and other leading stores. Built by today's reigning champions and tomorrow's trailblazers. Built to showcase the ATP and WTA Tour stars as they battle to see who's best. Built to become the epicenter of an entire sport over five weeks on the hard courts of North America. Tune in all summer to witness the glory of the U.S. Open Series. 
any question about this broadcast from the Clevelander Hotel on beautiful South Beach, Miami. Time to play the game that has a sensitive side. See or no? You tell us what to watch on television tonight. We will tell you if we are intrigued. This is an OSHA violation. In Wisconsin, Packers camp. Oh, J.J. Watt uh, does not play professionally in Wisconsin, but he played at Wisconsin in college, and they have this tradition in Wisconsin. They arrive at training camp on the bicycles of children. I imagine J.J. Watt is very large. Is this a very small bicycle that J.J. is trying to arrive on? This is not going to be easy. He's cheating here. Uh, he's going to try to do this. The knees are going to get in the way of the handlebars, and that is uh, oh. Oh, that's not good. Because yeah, his size and the size of that seat make it for... That kid's not even going to want that bike back, given where that seat's been. I mean, are you intrigued? No, no, Dan, I'm not intrigued. But this highlights a very salient difference between the NFL and the NBA. In the NFL, you do this. It's cute because he grew up in Wisconsin. In the NBA, he wants to be traded to the Bucks. That's he right. did that thing. That means he wants to be a Buck. How about you, Poppy? Are you intrigued? Oh, see, see, I'm very intrigued. But listen, kid. I tell you what you got to do. You hire a lawyer and you sue him. You sue him for every penny he got. Yes. You know? That's right. Bank That's what you got to do. That's right. That's Take right. Every, every single penny from him. Yes, every single penny. Don't leave a single penny in J.J. Watt's ashtray. Nowhere. Don't That's leave. right. Emotional damages. You know yes. what I mean? Yes. Yes. destroy yeah. something that That's you right. really love, yeah. you know, and that you miss for the rest of your life. That's right. You can't replace it. Tonight on the Smithsonian Channel... Queen of Pythons. Okay, snakes. A woman who owns snakes has a mastery over snakes. What do we have? Now a month old, the young python senses sharpen. Success will depend on doing a few things right. First, find prey of an appropriate size. I don't want to then, watch a tiny little cute thing eat. We're not going to watch that. And yes, in we complete are. silence. I'm like John Gruden when it comes to these things. I'm not into dreams. I'm into nightmares. I'm into end of his dream. Okay. Oh, yeah. No. no I, yeah. you got to get away from it. Nope. Hang in oh. here. Hang in oh, there. Oh, you rookie. You let him go. The strike was perfectly timed and right on target. Just one small problem. The young snake's teeth, designed to hook onto prey and prevent it from escaping, are still too puny to get the job done. Better luck next time. Oh, that's so embarrassing. All the other snakes are making fun of old Joe there because the tiniest of the little fur meats that are in that kingdom, he can't even eat those. and He's going to have to go back and have a salad. I mean, are you intrigued? I am intrigued, but I don't like that the narrator talked a little trash. They said, puny teeth, better luck next time. Let me see you do it, buddy. Why would we want to see the narrator do that? I don't want to see Attenborough eating mice. What the hell's wrong with Amin? How about you, Poppy? Are you intrigued? Oh, see, see, I'm very intrigued. Hey, Snake, you want to see how it's done? How's it done? How's it done, Poppy? Oh, Oh, yeah, Snake, this is what you do with your puny teeth. There you are. That's how you do it. That's correct. That is the correct way. Yes, to attack a field mouse. 
Tonight on the CW, hypnotize me. Uh, hypnotize me. Okay, let's see what we have here. This is terribly hot in here right now. Let's see what we have in terms of hypnotism. It's the outrageous new game show. Win $100,000. Where the contestants sleep are hypnotized. He's a penguin. You're on the world's tallest roller coaster. Throw a pizza into the audience. Thought you were in control. Think again. T. Diggs hosts Hypnotize Me. New series Wednesday, August 7th on The CW. I gotta say, I love this show. I want to be on this show because I don't think I can be hypnotized. And I think I have a chance to be on the show. You know why? Because Tay Diggs follows me on Twitter. Really? God, that's the lamest name drop in the history of Twitter on Highly Questionable. Poppy, are you intrigued? Oh, see, see, I'm very intrigued. Are you kidding me? For $100,000, I'll be hypnotized. I'll do whatever they want me to do. But for that kind of money, you know, I'll take my clothes off. You know, I'll run around naked. You know, you tell me what the, what is going to be the, your demand, and I'll be right there. You know what I mean? A <laughs> hundred grand. Oh, man, that sounds, that's music to my ears. Yeah. That's all the time we have for today. Thank you for watching. He needs a towel. Fast forward. <laughs> Dress the. <laughs> <laughs>